Hello, my lovely Brujas, and welcome back to another episode of Cold Brew for the Brujas. As usual, it's your girl Moki, the Pastel Bruja, aiding you on your spiritual journey. One Pastel post, podcast, YouTube video, however I can get it to you at a time. So welcome back, or welcome if you are new. If you are new, I do suggest that you take a couple episodes back because today we are starting part three of our series, The Green Witch's Garden, Herbology, unearthed where we are talking about all things green witchcraft and herbology if you did not know it is my favorite way to practice witchcraft is working with herbs and their oils and their fragrances and all that stuff so today we are diving into how herbs have been used in rituals and ceremonies for just about ever so i'm gonna explain share with y'all some ceremonies that use herbs as the focus and talk about how they've been used for years and then we're also going to talk about how we can incorporate herbs into our own craft so i hope you enjoy this episode but most importantly grab your tea grab your coffee your iced coffee your hot cocoa your sweet tea your lemonade whatever it is you're sipping on this morning evening or afternoon i hope it's as delicious as this podcast episode and vice versa and let's jump right into it so as i said today we are focusing on the mystical and metaphysical role of herbs in rituals and ceremonies both past present and potentially even future so i'm going to share with y'all some of these ceremonies and some of these herbs that have been used for just about ever like i said and then we're also going to talk about some ways on how you can incorporate herbs in your own craft and hopefully hopefully hearing about these other ceremonies will also inspire you with different ways on how you can use these herbs in your craft so let's jump right into it with the probably most well-known herb out there and it's most well-known ceremony practice ritual that goes along that and that is sage and smudging almost everyone knows about sage i think i spoke about in previous episodes of this series that a lot of people don't use sage there's a lot of weird stigma with sage but yes sage has been used in the ritual known as smudging specifically white sage for it's a ceremony of purification clearing negative energy and promoting healing and like I said today, smudging has found its ways into modern homes for cleansing spaces and starting anew. And sage, like I mentioned in the previous podcast where I said that the practice might be closed, but the the herb isn't, um, that is that. So you can use white sage and you can use it to cleanse your home without, without smudging, if that makes sense. Smudging is the ceremony or ritual and sage is the herb and burning sage is not necessarily smudging. I hope that makes sense. Nonetheless, you can, like I said, it's good for if you're moving into a new place, if you're cleaning old energy out of a place, if you want to start fresh, start new, sage is your herb so next we're talking about mugwort okay mugwort has been known to be an herb that is prized by the druids and i mentioned this in the previous episode that i want no parts of mugwort because it has been known to stimulate visions and lucid dreaming and it is continued to be used today it is often drinking in teas and smoked 
in ceremonies and you can also stuff it into dream pillows well it has been stuffed into dream pillows to enhance our connection with the spiritual realm so mugwort is really known for us working with dreams and working with the other uh other realm which is why i steer clear of it of all costs because i don't like to work with dream magic i don't even want to cross into that barrier so but if that's something that you're interested in i highly recommend mugwort because i have heard so many great things about it for that reason which is why i don't participate in it at all moving on from mugwort we have frankincense and this is something that i am extremely familiar with because if you guys know i have been well i have mentioned here that i spent a good chunk of my education from pre-k through high school in a catholic school which means i was going to church like every week because in school we had to go to church and frankincense is a common herb in catholic and christian ceremonies and it is believed to facilitate a connection between the divine right it is supposed to get you in a state to be more open to god to be more open to receiving the messages and it's also but like i always find it funny now that i'm older because i find it funny that they are burning that in church because it's also known to be a very calming scent it's also known to be great for meditation and you will see this scent being diffused burned in yoga studios any place that is trying to bring about tranquility and focus you will see frankincense so it kind of makes sense that they burn it in church and it is known in christian and catholic ceremonies because if you think about it i always say this to people that church especially i can only speak on the church that i've experienced which is catholic mass and to me as an adult as i've grown it's essentially just one big meditation with one intention and that's why i always just like everything is the same it's just about how you look at it and of course religion is always more structured than spirituality but that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day but yes so frankincense definitely makes sense when you look at church in that way and we are talking going to talk about this last herb here i don't want this episode to be super long because i know this series we're going to be talking about it all but we are talking about rosemary this is a practice that i did not really know about i had to do some research and it's it's with rosemary it's a herb of remembrance and protection and ancient people would plant rosemary near the graves of their loved ones as a symbol of remembrance and also as a symbol to protect this space i mean not as a symbol but to protect the space and the grave and the person and today it is often used in incense and it is known for mental clarity and memory enhancement and you can use it like i say you can burn it like you would burn most other herbs or you can even um use it in its oil form which uh, oil form which is probably the most popular way to use rosemary in ritual and practice in ceremony whatever you want to call it and it's usually anointing something or someone with the oil for protection and so we can see these are just some of the like just scraping the surface of ways that herbs have been practiced in ritual there are tons we can go on for months truthfully about how herbs have been used in history but i feel like when you see herbs being used it makes them a lot less like 
weird and taboo and you realize you've kind of been doing these things all along like i always tell people like a lot of my friends are like well i don't know i would never burn sage i'm like but you burn incense but you burn candles like i get it not everything is for everyone but sometimes it's just about taking looking at things through a different lens and sometimes it just becomes less taboo that way so since we were talking about previous rituals let as let us bridge the gap and talk about how their uses have gracefully evolved over centuries between ancient wisdom and modern practice and you know like i said now we use herbs for so many things we use their oils and diffusers we use it in our food we plant gardens we use them for medical purposes we do have so many different ways of using them but and when it comes to your craft, you can dress candles, you can burn them, you can just keep them in your space. You, we've heard of the blowing the cinnamon through the front door. We've heard about hanging sage bundles at our door. You know, just placing these herbs and keeping them around us are also great ways to utilize them. And like I said, anointing candles, you can also put keep them on your person. Keep a sprig of mint in your wallet and just honestly go with the flow. You would be surprised how many times I felt called to do something with an herb. And then I will look up what that herb is for and it's like, oh, I was feeling the need to add this to my money bowl because this is about money. So go with the flow and remember the most important part of using herbs in your rituals is your intention right sometimes people feel like well i can't do a love ritual because i don't have roses well do you have jasmine do you have lavender do you have any other flower put the intention into that and that all because the herb amplifies the intention so if you charge that with whatever it is even if you have a rose and you're trying to do money i have a rose in my money bowl right now but if you charge it with the intention and be for personal private reasons i'm not going to tell you why i have why i have that in my money bowl but keeping it in there charging you with the intention works just as well okay so anything with intention can go very far so yeah to me that's the most important thing when you're working with herbs is to remember that regardless of what you have on hand and what their metaphysical properties may be whatever intention you charge it with will only be amplified by the power of that herb by the energy of that herb so if you want to do a money spell but you don't have any money herbs that's perfectly fine just charge what you have and give it all you got so yes these are just a few ways that herbs have been used in the past if y'all are interested in hearing more you know rituals and ceremonies and ways that herbs have been used in the past throughout history and their metaphysical like you know purposes i would be more than happy to do another segment of that where i dive in deeper and find even more rituals these are ones that i personally knew about and did a little bit more digging to give y'all a little bit more but if y'all want to hear more about that let me know and like i said you know some of these practices are closed practices like obviously like i said smudging but taking that mindset like if you know that white sage is used for cleansing you can create your own ritual based off of that if you know that frankincense is used for like the churches have been using it for these reasons to connect with the divine to connect with the higher being and like i said it's meditative it's calming you can utilize you can take inspiration from that and create your own craft and that's the main thing that i love about 
spirituality and I hate saying witchcraft because people get so like weird about saying that but yeah like I just love that you can make your own take what you want leave what you don't and make it work for you so do the same give herbs a try even if it's something simple as drinking a tea or putting some herbs in your pillow I'll give you a little tidbit I put rose petal in my pillowcase and my boyfriend's pillowcase and what i usually do is my boyfriend buys me flowers i will take one flower like let's just it's usually a rose i'll take a rose once it's dried out and completely just like dried i will take the petals and stuff them in our pillowcases because it's just filling them with love so little things like that that might not even seem like huge big rituals are personal to you and part of your craft and it's important and it counts as a ritual and a ceremony whatever you do with your craft so go out there and try things out share any of your ways that you use herbs either down below if you're listening to this on spotify in the q a but down below or just shoot a text shoot a message on instagram comment on a youtube video we love to get inspiration from each other here we i love having this community where we can all share how we use things what we use it for and just create this beautiful abundance of knowledge so share it wherever you can make sure you come back later this week for the bonus podcast episode i'm trying to find my schedule to see what that will be i feel like it's going to be some sort of moon situation we're having a new moon or a full moon i don't know where we are in the month so i'm confused um hold on let me see i got my handy dandy schedule Yes, we will be back here for the new moon and Gemini reading. So make sure you come by for that. I love you all so much. Thank you for listening. But most importantly, as usual, stay beautiful, keep shining, and I will see you all next time. Bye.